and no one plus one. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Crimson Black and Damian Drago, and it's your girl Rain, and we're back. Yeah. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Clap them cheeks. Clap them cheeks. Clap them cheeks. Now it's been it's been some time since we recorded last. We had some difficulties getting scheduling everything worked out, but we're back. We're back and better than ever. Shout out to our new listeners out in Brazil. Brazil. Appreciate y'all for all the support and for that special kind of fan. You are the goodest of boys. The goodest of boys. What the hell just happened? Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you after. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're not going to give any context to that whatsoever in this episode. <laughs> you're just you. Yes, you. Yeah, you. You're the goodest of boys. You are the goodest of boys. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. You are the goodest of boys. Snap, crackle, pop, rice, Christmas. Now that was legitimately random. <laughs> <laughs> so, this lovely, lovely hump day, we are going to be tackling something that we enjoy dissecting the lore of. Not necessarily the games, like, because yes, some of the games are fun, but they're really, really repetitive. But the lore is excellent. To be fair, after two, I kind of just got tired of playing them. Yeah, until, same. Until same. That was me like, I, I, I literally got tired of playing them until... <laughs> I played uh, four. I played one, two, three, and four. I played one, two... And then I played Sister Location. And yeah. that's it. For those I who haven't know, played anything past Sister Location. For those now, that, know, that was a giveaway. That was a giveaway. Saying Sister Location. We talking about FNAF. Five, Five Nights, Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's. Yeah. Pizzeria Simulator. Sister Location. FNAF World. FNAF Smash. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Bro, Ultimate Custom Night was literally just a Smash Brothers of FNAF, and it was amazing. And shout out to MatPat for making that meme a reality. MatPat! That shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> Had us over here dying. Bro, I was weak for like three days off that shit. Yeah, I was. Every weak. time, every time I'm like, I just started chilling. We don't agree a lot with MatPat, but that was funny. Yeah. And you gotta you respect know, you gotta respect his hustle because he's doing what he can because he got a baby. Bro, I just I just hope he don't get hit with these forty two thousand, especially yeah forty two thousand yeah. per video. Yo, he got like ten of that. Uh, no, he's got at least twenty six. No, thirty. Before he started doing the new game, he had like twenty six. So he's got to be at like thirty two. Well, thirty two videos, five nights at Freddy videos. Yeah, and if he gets hit with what is it, Kappa? Yeah, he's talking. He's looking at getting hit for forty two thousand a video. And so delete you got all them. Delete all you got that you got the fucking um, the Minecraft the, one, the dating sim ones, the best boobs in video gaming one. Hey, yo, Matt, <laughs> um, if you're looking for a second job, forty-two thousand. Forty-two thousand video. What? Why would he be hitting, getting hit with because that? Because Kappa, because it's, it's it's going after anything that can be essentially targeted to children, even though children aren't supposed to be watching in the first place. What? Okay. It's it's a lot more than that. That's a rough and gross overstatement of everything that's going on. Well, it, it's, it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault. But, but no, it's YouTube's fault because they were literally bragging about. So the way they were about to get off was basically because, well, you have to be at least what was it? At least thirteen to even create an account or something. Yeah, like that? but everybody watches like so. YouTube isn't at fault. The parents of America is at fault. Aren't they always? 
and we'll we'll probably no 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 keep going because I can I can blend this into the topic keep going it's the parents' fault all right and because of the fact that the parents let them kids do let their kids do anything without watching them and just doing everything that their kids want because a they either want a friend not a son or daughter b they were disciplined as a child and don't want their kids to be disciplined because of the fact that it made them feel like shit even though they ended up becoming good people because of it or c they just want them to shut up because they're stressed and don't want it adding to their stress kind of just hand their kid an ipad and call it a day exactly so the the best like case of this is the Five Nights at Freddy's games. Yeah. Cause uh, you gotta really think about it. These parents ain't watching the kids, bro. They took them. How do you kid? How do you allow a child to disappear? Let, let's let, let me ca- let me caveat this shit real quick though. Cause the funniest thing, and it's funny that you bring up a uh, cop and all of that, because the biggest fan base for Five Nights at Freddy's are children. I have no idea why. It makes no sense. Well, I, I I know why, but it still doesn't make sense. I mean, well, it does because YouTubers are yeah. the reason why children love it so much. Exactly. I will not but if you even if, even if you wanted to take out YouTube, kids that young just like like shit like like stuff shit like that, bro. Like, think about it. No, no, the no. The, the merchandise, the merchandise only came out after it was a hit on YouTube. That was after the fact. Does he make money off of that? Yes. This dude, this Bro, dude. Scott Coffin is rolling in the dough for real. Why you think he, like, keeps making it? He doesn't have to do anything else but FNAF stuff. Oh, so he doesn't thing, have to. Yeah, so the funniest thing about FNAF that it literally made him rich, yeah. but it was his last shot at being a game designer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because he had failures on top of failures before then. I mean, so if FNAF was, didn't take off, that was FNAF, FNAF is the final fantasy of its genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was it was his last shot, and my boy knocked it out the park. But apparently that just kind of happens to be a thing. Like uh, Super Meat Boy, the guy who created him, mm-hmm. that was his last shot too. Really? Yeah. Knocked that motherfucker out the park. The guy who the studio who created Hollow Knight, same situation. Really? That game is amazing. So, <laughs> hey, so apparently, you- like when you ain't got no choice and you're just like, man, fuck it. They either gonna like it or they not. I'm just gonna tell the story I want to tell. People actually like your game. You know Holy what? shit! Yeah. It's almost like if you tell a good story, people will buy into it. Yeah. I mean, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> what a life lesson for Nath is taught us. Oh man. It's not even half, it's just video games in general. Like, think about like like think about it. Like, besides for, for instance, Naughty Dog did The Last of Us game. Right. Mm-hmm. The only reason The Last of Us game exists is because they were trying to give fans a fourth a fifth <clears throat> sorry. Uh Jack and Dexter game. <laughs> right. So they were well, yeah, fifth Jack and Dexter game. Um, for everyone, it was gonna be known as the True Jack Four. But um, and then Last of Us came out of that. And then Last of Us came out of that. How? I have no idea. That's pretty. But I would love. I'm probably gonna do some research into that. So, but on to the topic at hand: Five Nights at Freddy's, a glorified yeah. game about, about five a, dead kids. Yep. Just five. Sure. Stuff well, in the animatronic suits. Six, 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 six,
Seven if you include no, so it's five. The puppet. So it's Cassidy, five. Susie, uh, Jeremy. Oh, you guys got names. Never found out names. Never found out names. Oh, oh we oh, deep into this, Lord. Oh, yeah, we, we, we deep into this. <laughs> What's that YouTube channel that's dedicated to to finding out the stories behind there games is, like there, that? There's, there's no, no YouTube. I, I know, there's I know a game theories or whatever. Yeah, that's Matt. That's Matt. Yeah. Okay, so I watched him. I watched him. Yeah. I never got names from him. Yeah. At the end yeah, of the day, I played FNAF one and two. So then I got more interested in the lore. FNAF got a bunch of like just stuff that they released. He released books, which I loved, and I have to finish reading the other ones. I, I got cliff notes on them, but I actually have to legitimately read those books. Uh, there's also um, a survival guide that he released, which yeah. was kind of like. Uh, like the Gravity Falls book that released. Yeah. It was similar to that and it had a bunch of lore shit in it as well. It was and really quite hilarious because it was a culmination of everything. When Matt Pat found it, he literally like was alright. He used some of it. He was like, alright, I came up with alright, I said this, I said this, I said this. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And then there was literally a puzzle <laughs> that he couldn't fucking figure out to save his life. So you know what he did? He put it up, he put he it up said, on YouTube and was like, hey, can y'all help me out with this shit in like within an hour? It was already solved. It was already solved. Now, I don't know if that correlates because I feel like people were already just like looking up that shit constantly. I think it's one of those things where that people were already working on it and it just so happened to be like an hour after he put that video up. <laughs> but man, <laughs> man, oh man, those books are really, really good. The movie is still supposedly a thing, which I am still excited for because of what has a it. Hell yes. That'd be good as fuck. And so I wasn't I wasn't okay with it at first because I was like, well, this shit's gonna be trash. Then I read Silver Eyes and I was like, okay, th th this is interesting. Then Twisted Ones dropped and I was like, ooh, oh man, because I only read uh, bits and pieces of that. And then Blumhouse Pictures ended up uh, getting a hold of it. And Blumhouse is very, very good at taking a low budget and making an amazing horror movie out of it. Yeah, they have some that are worse than others, but the majority of their movies are really good. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I'm hyped for it. Because I'm like, bet. I'm it's hyped for it because hand. I know it's, it's just going to have a good-ass story. No not necessarily. I don't think Scott. I don't think Snot. I don't think Scott Coffin is writing it. Oh. Uh, if, but and even if he does, and even if he does write the screenplay, it doesn't mean that they're gonna use it. Oh. I'll put it to you this way: the best example of this. Will they take pieces that, of the originals? Well, yeah. Oh, I, that's, I, that's, I, that's absolutely. What I was about to say. Yeah. So this is why I was about to say that. So Aragon, the movie. Yeah. Uh. That movie was pretty much them just taking pieces from the book. Like, there are a lot of movies and a lot of forms of media that you can find, you can you can look at, especially when it comes to movies. Well, there's a lot of movies you can look at where you can tell that the people who made that movie had someone explain to them what, what the, it was about. Yeah. That's literally Aragon. But the question is, even if they did, did like try to use bits and pieces, how would they tell the story of like FNAF and Joe? Because where do you like, start? 
sure. At the end of the, so you start with the puppet. We're, we're gonna go through everything that we know about it. And how, all right, bet. Let's do this episode like this. We will essentially give out all of our information about it and uh, for how essentially they will make the movie and any holes that ha either haven't been solved yet or are just our theories we will put on that end and then we'll move to the newer FNAF stories with Glyph Chef and all of that because there are two distinct stories now there's the one with William Afton and Henry that was in the beginning all the way through uh, Ultimate Custom Night yeah, and, and then, then with Ultimate Custom Nights, the new story started with the VR game. Yes, and that is a whole different thing. They are not connected at all. But what is MadPat wants it to be connected, and I I understand why he wants it to be connected. If it's I just connected, feel it makes sense. It 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 just it, it makes it a continuation. But they're two it, different stories. Yeah, I mean, it kind of. I, I I still can't see that being William Afton though. I would think. I mean. I can't see Glitch Trap being I prefer it being a rogue AI. But then the question comes, I've, I feel like this is how I feel. I feel like it should be a AI that, because here's the thing, Henry, if you read the Fine Nights of Freddy books and you read and you play the games and look at the lore, Henry was the one that made the animatronics. He was the... Yeah, he was He, he was, was the, the one that was the whole everything. whiz about everything. Not William. Yeah, William was so, a businessman. Exactly. So my headcanon is when William started doing his experiments with the Remnant and actually tried to start building his own animatronics, uh -huh. he created an AI to help him. And that's who Glitchtrap is. That would be yeah. dope. That, that would be dope. Sense. Because that's there's, no way in, there's no way in hell that it is William because you're basically saying that he downloaded his consciousness into, into a computer in the 90s. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> we we still trying to figure that shit out now. And you telling me this motherfucker did I mean, to be fair, in the 90s. because of the fact that this is all fiction, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, because I'm a firm believer in that you can use nonfiction to explain fiction, but you can't Not use fiction non to explain to limit fiction. Yeah. So, all right. In the beginning, there was one. There was Susie. There was Susie. Now, before there was... That, that's the only thing that doesn't really so, make sense. So, the way that you explain Su it, Susie, Susie was, was the first, first one to ki get killed. Yes. Henry's Charlie, which is the puppet, mm -hmm. saw that. The marionette. Yes. Yes. Saw that, was told her father, but they couldn't prove anything. That's how they were. Oh, going off. Mine. Ah. <laughs> uh, Every episode. No, it's Every not. Episode. It was hers one. Yeah, but it doesn't pick up on her microphone. Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> um, then she saw it, told her father. Because that's why her father designed the marionette puppet to, to respond to the bracelet that she always wore. Yeah. That's that, that would explain how uh, Susie, i.e. I, I Chica, was the first and saw everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Because her so then her soul was trapped. She was just not possessing an animatronic yet. Exactly. All right. Because it's not until all the kids are dead that she gives, gives gives life and all of that yeah, shit. Yep. All right. Bet. So all the kids die. It's just they don't really possess anything just yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Susie gets taken out, Jeremy gets taken out, and Jeremy gets taken out. The core group gets taken out. Which is Gabriel, Fritz, Susie, Jeremy, Charlie, and then we're gonna talk about Cassidy. We'll talk about Cassidy after. So Charlie goes goes down after all of them, right? And Charlie's the marionette. Yes, Charlie ends up possessing the puppet, finds the spirits of all of these children, and attempts to make them happy gives them gifts it doesn't work so she gives them life by putting their by souls. putting their souls into the animatronics and this is after all the kids die yes so we got these five kids right and then after this shit goes down we have now we're treading a bit into our storytelling with this we have the younger brother of charlie cassidy who witnesses all of this, sees his sister be killed by the man in the yellow suit. Now, because of the fact that she sees, well, he sees everything. It's, it's weird because it can be either or. It, it can looks, be either it or. It looks I like still, a little, little boy in the actual game. But it but can also be a little girl with short hair. Because not only of how the voice is described in the ad, but also how the girl looks. Excuse me. If that is Cassidy, um... It can go either in way. The, uh, in the guide, because remember the puppet gives the actual legitimate birthday cake yeah. to the black-haired girl with pigtails. Right. Yeah. So that could be... It can go either way. It can go either way. It really doesn't matter. A kid died. That's all that yeah. matters. <laughs> so this kid, being the little sister of Charlie, ends up being extremely pissed off. And let's go ahead and caveat this right now. This is not the bite of 83. Mm. This is not. This is what we're going to be talking about happens after. So... Cassidy sees all of this shit. He's absolutely terrified. And it doesn't help that the the one that everyone sees is the older brother. It's not the older brother. It's the babysitter. He's a babysitter. Because his room isn't in the house. <laughs> he doesn't have he a room. He's the babysitter. Now you're the guy who He is Mike, the son of William Afton right. is the babysitter of, of Henry's family. And it makes sense why they would be babysitting each other's kids because William and Henry are close at this point. Okay. Henry is still alive. They have not turned on each other yet. So Cassidy was that kid that in those cutscenes he would be like hiding under bed and stuff. Yes. Right. He okay. was the one and Mike was constantly staring him because he thought it was funny. Right. Because think about it. Everyone's like, but they're brothers. No. I am a brother. They're kind of brothers. I am a, I'm a brother. It's I one of those, they've known each other for so long, they might as well be brothers. And he's babysitting him. Then. Yeah, it's like those two people who raised together. like, that's my cousin, even though they're not really related. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, one of those like situations. How my cousin can be my aunt just because she's like, so much older than me and shit like that. Yeah. But later on in that game, Mike, the babysitter, takes uh, Cassidy back to one of the locations. Why does he do that? No, no, no. Mike doesn't. He doesn't? The location that he's at is just his birthday party at the location. It's at the... It's his birthday party at the Five Nights at Freddy's house. Yes. Or a uh, Freddy restaurant. It's Junior's, I believe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll do another one of these and actually do, like, what we'll, we consider we'll, we'll, our We'll make timeline. a timeline, yeah. Yeah. 
But the reason why I say it's juniors is because that's where uh, they shut down everything because of the bite happening. Yeah, because the uh, bite of, uh, that's the bite of 83. 80s. Yeah, because the bite of, no, that's the bite of 80s. Yeah, the bite of 83. Yeah. It's not the bite of 87. The bite of 83 shut down juniors. The bite of 87 shut down the main one. Yes. Yeah. So. And Foxy was the bite of 87. Mangle was the fuck. Mangle was the bite of 87. Which is technically a Foxy. See, Mangle is one of the ones that doesn't make sense because Mangle is Funtime Foxy. Yeah. But Mangle, it already existed technically before the Funtime animatronics even became a thing. He could be. He could be. So. Because what I always thought about. Because remember when Mangle used to be just a dog that was possessing the animatronic? Yeah, that's what that's what I was about to get into. Like it, Mangle was the one that kind of like always threw me for a loop, because if the story about Mangle is true and that when William was doing his experiments with. The remnant. The, with the remnant, he possessed Mangle with that. Well, he could have done that. I feel like, well, you know what probably did happen? Something something was messing with Will. Something in William's head or something from William. Something about William always wanted to be immortal. Or he had this, he probably had this like thing where he always wanted to be remembered. Yeah. Which is why he was like Fazbear. Because it could be like uh, the guy who turned McDonald's into this huge corporation. He could have saw five. He could have saw Freddy Fazbear and was like, I, I can make this make cement that. my name forever. Yeah, and when he do that way. And then when shit started happening, he realized like this can't do it. He was probably someone that was obsessed with immortality or his. Well, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he became obsessed with immortality until it was the only after one. he he saw the kids come back. Well, that's when the that's, kids possessed everything. That's what I'm saying. This is why I say that. That can't be a thing. If Susie was the first one killed, because she's the first, she saw everything based off that one statement, that's what it is. Yeah. She is tricked into the back because William tells her, because Bonnie tells her that her dog isn't dead. Her dog is back. And the dog is is possessing Mangle, which means he already knew about Remy. What if... That and it would also serve why he made Glickstrap was that he tried to make his own animatronic and it was a fucking disaster, i.e. mangled. And then something happened and somehow or another off screen he got possessed by the dog and he was like, What if a dog can possess a machine? Can a human? Yeah, but at the end of the day, I mean, day, William's a fucked up individual, so you know he can all like the remnant only worked only because of the fact that the remnant is just the fucking animatronic metal infused with the soul energy. That's what remnant is. Right. So he couldn't have been experimenting with remnant yet because remnant didn't exist. Well, so remnant wasn't a thing until he bonded. We'll get to this later when he bonded all the animatronics together and then melted them. So that is what created the remnant. remnant. So, wait, so how did Mangle get possessed? Exactly, exactly. And nobody really cares or thinks about this anymore. Mangle is the biggest Mangle. one. Like, he's the biggest, like, plot hole in the entire thing. Because, A, he can't be a Mangle is, uh, like, obviously Funtime Foxy. Right, but right. Funtime Foxy didn't exist yet. Until after the... Like I said, the only way that makes 
coincidence is that some freak yes the first location and the second location was open at the same time right no yes. i got it i got but, it i got it i figured it out Susie dog just runs out and just somehow ends up in William's little workshop where he's also trying to build his own matronics. And he just An accident up. happens, the dog dies. The dog, <laughs> the dog just like the kids, ends up, I guess, not going to heaven. And but possesses, all dogs go to heaven. Exactly. And, possesses, <laughs> and he possesses Mangle that way. And then he just started thinking about but, shit. So, but that doesn't really it, make it, sense either. Cause, so the reason why I always said that Mangle wasn't really possessed by a dog was because the, the police scanner. Every single time he opened his mouth in uh, Five Nights 2, he had a police scanner. That, was that a police scanner or, a, or was it just a speaker box? It sounded like a police scanner. Yeah, because it was supposed to be a speaker box, and like we like we've all established, William can't build animatronics for shit yet. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it was it was an animatronic that was fucking uh, taken apart and put back together. Yeah, not, not by any type of person, but by the actual kids. So it could just be a speaker box that's there, or just a piece that some kid was like, "I wonder if this will fit." Because remember, Mango is the only one whose jaw will expand enough to actually bite off someone's frontal lobe. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Mango, his his jaw did, or, or her, it was never actually officially stated, jaw didn't actually work. Nothing of Mango's really actually worked. Exactly. Mango was just a mango of hearts because of like. Mango's weird, bro. Well, because he was a part of a uh, thing that the restaurant had to where the kids can like deconstruct and reconstruct the animatronics. So maybe Mangle isn't like any like any of the fun times. He's just like those are just like the pieces. What if Mangle inspired Fun Time uh, Foxy? And that's just how the pieces look. Because if you really look at the design of Foxy and the design that Mangle, I guess, was supposed to have. They're very different. Yeah, they are different, but it's... It's just similar colors. Yeah, I get that. So, it could be just one of those things where Mango was a failed animatronic, so they were just like, well, fuck it, just throw it in the corner. I had the kids play with it and just see what happens. Because this, this is during the 80s. Like, yeah, but at the end of the day, like the the, how the dog gets into it makes no sense because the puppet, uh, Charlie is up possessing the puppet because the puppet comes to her as she is dying because that is what it's programmed to do. So it just possesses it because that's, it's just there. Then the, the puppet has to go out of her way in order to put the souls into the rest of the animatronics. Like I said, it could have just been a freak accident. Like when Mangle was first being built, it just fell on the damn dog. Yeah, but the way that Mangle acts, it, it never also- really like, acts like a dog would that's like that's possessing something it acts the same as the rest of the children which is why i was like it, it can't be a dog there has then, to be something then else it's there more than, then it's more than seven kids and it's a shit ton more it's like a shit ton of kids well we know it's a shit ton of kids but only of a select few of them matter mango obviously doesn't matter because we hear nothing about mango after uh friday nights and freddy's 2 that motherfucker is like off the map. Well, and Friday never Night's and Freddy ever 2. mentioned after that. 
How old was it? Oh, this shit is confusing. No, it was four. The mini games in four, no, four in general happens before one. Because isn't it like, it's like four, one, two, three? Yeah, three is the end. Three is the very end of our happiest day, but I honestly don't remember the order of the mini games. I don't know. Like I said, we'll get into all, we'll just, we'll use well, this we, one we'll we'll create, our details, I, then yeah. the next one. We'll, we'll create a timeline. We'll do a timeline. Time That's going to take notes and preparation, Jesus. Which is... Hey, bro. Yeah, we we just kind of talking about it right now. Exactly. Like, I know we at least we at least twenty minutes in. Nah, we about to hit about thirty, about thirty <laughs> minute mark. Yeah, that's crazy. Bro, we spent and, the last twenty minutes just trying to figure out what the fuck man is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just like it's one of those biggest questions. Like it's never answered. Is it Mangle the fastest the fastest one? Foxy is. Foxy's, Foxy's the fastest. Yeah, that's sick. What is it, Swiggity Swoogity? Foxy coming for that booty. What the fuck? <laughs> Coming for that booty. <laughs> it is just the fucking gif of Foxy running down the hallway. <laughs> what is Foxy? Oh man. I've never understood why Foxy was like the fastest one. What because Foxy? it's a fox. Huh? It, it's just because it's a fox. I can see more of him just being the most dangerous one because that, that he's motherfucker. the craftiest motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, and he actually has like a hook for a hand. And did he wasn't well, he the only has a hook. Didn't he bite? Yeah, Foxy was the one who bit the motherfuckers face off. And poor Jeremy. Poor, poor Jeremy. There's like so many Jeremys in this goddamn thing, too. There's a little ridiculous. kid named Jeremy that died. There's the guard Jeremy that got fucked up. By what? By one of the, anim- By the animatronics. So, the reason the bite of 87 happened is because this is also around the time that... The purple guy has already been caught. Went to uh, went to jail. They couldn't find any proof. Had to let him go because they couldn't find the bodies of the kids. Exactly. And the funniest thing ever. Here's, here's another thing. All they had to do was literally Look just the seize the whole fucking restaurant. They didn't investigate the restaurant because the so when it opened back up after he was released. Five Nights at Freddy's, like the uh, fucking junior location, right. ended up getting shut down anyway because of the fact that the suits smelled so bad. Mm-hmm. So people stopped coming and they had to shut it down because the health department was like, yeah, something's rotting in here. You're closed now. And it was obviously the kids. I'm so like, all, all they had to do was like check the fucking entire place for rotting corpses or just for the smell. So you guys had a bunch of cops in the 80s to do their jobs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, we can't get them to do their jobs in 2019. You can tell me they gonna do their job in the 80s? Back then, yeah, because it made them feel like hot shit. But that's a small ass town, bro. Hey. Like, <laughs> exactly. If it was, if that, it was that like, that like, a big fish in a small pond, that gives some people more motivation. Yeah. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. So, motherfucker ends up uh, getting released because they can't find the kids. Then all of the kids possessing animatronics are like, this motherfucker was a security guard. Om nom nom nom. It attacks the security guard. And unfortunately, it was just the wrong motherfucker. Because he left yeah, he literally, he literally the day after he left. So the, the fucking, and right after he fucking left, the animatronics fucking attack him. And it was just, God damn, that sucks to be you. It absolutely sucks to be you. So we got those animatronics, right? 
and those animatronics are all vengeful agitated as shit and Henry is trying to find a way to essentially harness that power we never you know what now that I think about it we never really find out why what his motives are yeah uh, we don't we just know what he's trying to do we don't know why he's trying to do it and I think that's what the movie should explore yeah it's kind of a jigsaw type shit yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like the movie should explore well because we know what like we know why Henry did everything he did. He was a man in mourning. Yeah. That's why he made all the bodies of uh, Charlie, which is why he was doing this, that, and the third. But there's some shit about William that we just try, we just need to figure out and find out. Like, why did he push his wife away? Yeah. So, what also I don't really understand is... What was his motive? Like, what was his reasoning for killing the kids in the first place? That's what I'm talking about. Like, well, I, I was talking about, like, for, like, getting the remnant after he found out that these motherfuckers lived happily ever after. I mean, the only thing you can explain with that is that he was trying to figure out a way. If he felt, he probably found a way that a soul can live on through a machine. And you can say that something, if you want to say that his motivations for building the, like, the fun time, not, yeah, are they the fun time animatronics? The ones yes. that were the ones, Ballora, Baby, and all, those are the fun time ones, right? Yes, okay. the ones that were, like, specifically built to capture the puppet. Right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those, that could just be him, like, trying to bring back like his dead wife when he saw that baby actually had his dead daughter yeah so that could just be like something as simple as i'm trying to put my bring my family back together because you want to know another thing that doesn't make sense now that i'm thinking about it when the fuck did mike become an animatronic so, Mike the babysitter. Mike the babysitter. Who Mike the babysitter that? dies and become like and is brought back as an animatronic. Which animatronic? He is the second purple guy. Okay. So at the end of sister at the end of sister location, the canon ending for that is, is the he gets scooped and entered goes inside of him, and, and not in the fun way. And Inner walks around in Mike's skin for I have to it had to be at least a couple weeks. But the real question is, because this has never been answered too, we, we know that Baby was essentially removed from Ennard. Do you think we saw Ennard being removed from Mike or, My, or Baby being removed from Ennard at the end of Sister Location? I think that was all of it, because as soon as all of them got out, he completely collapsed. But if he stands was- right back up. I think it can go either way. Mm-hmm. If Ennard stays in him, it makes sense because we never see or hear from Ennard ever again. It would make it so that he's not uh, hes not an animatronic anymore. He's just Ennard. Inside of Mike. Yeah. Because it'll explain why Mike didn't help his ass. Help what? It did uh, Mike not helping William at all? Ever? And him was just going, I found her. Now I'm going to find you. Because that wasn't a, all right, I'm going to help you. That was, all right, you're going to pay for what you did. That tone was way too sinister when he said that. Yeah. And Ender can change his voice to whatever he wanted to fucking do. That was one of his big things. 
Yeah, because he, he took, took the speaker box out of baby, and that's how he was able to talk to manipulate any voice he could think of. Yeah. So if Michael stays entered the entire time, and we just see baby no, no, no. being removed, no, 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 no. that would make Inner, sense. Inner, Inner is uh, Inner is casted out because Inner becomes Molten Freddy in the uh, Pizzeria Simulator. Does, are, when does he become Molten Freddy? Fuck if I know. That's the first I've ever heard of that. It's because Molten Freddy is the so the main the thing about Inner that made him like. Um, the thing that, uh, I'm going off MatPat theory, is that the thing that made Rem, uh, Innard special is because he is literally the remains of all the animatronics of the possessed kids. Yeah. Uh, he's the remainder of their souls that didn't leave during the, uh, happiest birthday, I believe. Um, well, yeah, that sure is enough becomes Ener- uh, Molten Baby. That's a legi- legitimate fact. Right. So, what it could have been, I don't know why he becomes a Freddy, but I feel like he became a Freddy because fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. Go figure. Um, I, I mean, I'm not, oof, actually, I'm not even sure that this is correct. Because this information says specifically that entered it was just baby that absorbed everything. But that isn't what happened. Baby went to entered as a way out. No, 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 no. Entered, entered from, based on what MatPat's theory was, baby was literally... Because Inner's whole thing was about, because once the animatronics were melted down, all they wanted to do was be one again. Exactly. But Baby Baby, wasn't a part of that. Right. So he just kicked her out when she started trying to stop them from doing things. Because Baby didn't want them to kill. Exactly. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So this information says that Baby becomes entered, not back and forth like entered uh, assimilates baby which is what really happened I think that's just someone misinterpreting the story because yeah. there that's why I'm like mm-hmm. where are you looking at are you looking at the the wikia or are you looking at mm-hmm. like oh yeah, that's it, why I was like this can that, go either way that could be someone misinterpreting it because inner sounds like baby and inner doesn't have his own voice but that's the entire point of it exactly because Foxy makes up the legs, Blora makes up the torso, Funtime Freddy makes up the arms, and Circus Baby makes up the chest. Which is what uh, happens in the when he's actually entered. Mm-hmm. But... Because he could become molten, because actually it would make sense. He became Molten Freddy when he got the uh, the other Chica. Because remember, in, well, in Matt Pat's theory, from all the research he did, he found out that there was an actual Chica puppet, but she was already being, like, sent out and being used. Because those animatronics were, like, bought and, like, used to just go to parties. Sort of like how the guys dress up like Spider-Man and SpongeBob yeah. and go to kids' parties. That's what those animatronics, that's how... Okay, so in the, in in that cutscene, you see all of the different pieces of Ennard's eyes. So all like Foxy, Ballora, and uh, Baby included all of their eyes glow, uh, glow up in the center, in the sewer. Mm-hmm. So that's how you can say that he doesn't actually say that. Yeah, and you can say he became molten is when he got the like I was saying when he got the chica. Why he decided to become a Freddy? That could just be a trademark thing. It, it still hasn't. I have not found anything on how he became Molten Freddy. 
there's nothing saying that he has ever become Molten Freddy. They just say that he's now Molten Freddy. But that they, they have <laughs> so, no reason. So let me get this shit. Oh, God. You know what? I need, Scott. No reason. I need, you to, I need you to come out with three movies. No, Scott, I need you to go ahead and say if Ennard is actually Molten Freddy or not because of the fact that I am finding nothing that is legitimately saying that he's Molten Freddy. I mean, because Lefty was designed to actually capture the puppet. Lefty's the black bear. Yes. That was in pizza, uh, simulated uh, pizzeria. Scrap Baby is a baby that just kind of pulled herself together with whatever she could find. After Ender after, after inter- kicked her out. Yeah. Then there's... Uh, well, I don't want to call him Gage Scrap uh, Scrap Trap? Snapchat. Wasn't it Snapchat? No, Snapchat's the app. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, when, when, when after... Uh, the one that was in the one that was in Spring Trap. Spring Trap. Spring Trap. Spring Trap was there. Oh, the reason they call him Scrap Trap is because that's how he he looked like scrap after uh the pizzeria the first pizzeria on top of him burned down. And yet they still kept him. Well, he didn't die. I don't know. You know another thing? I understand Lefty. How did the other animatronics get there? In the back of the alley. I mean, they were all just essentially lured in with the discs. That's how. He was broadcasting a signal the entire time. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Henry was broadcasting a signal the entire time to lure all the animatronics in. So why did he need the build one specifically to go get the puppet? Because the puppet wouldn't have gone after it. The puppet wouldn't have cared. That wouldn't have brought the puppet back. But all you would have to do is produce a bracelet code and a puppet would have went after it. Yep. Off its own programming. But at the end of the day, why do that when you can just uh, have everything come to one? So luring the other animatronics would have lured the puppet back. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of Lefty. Lefty was actually designed to go out, get the puppet, eat him, keep her inside of him wow. with uh, lullabies for the actual spirit and electric shocks for the actual animatronic. It's actually quite like ingenious. And then from there, um, he just put everybody in a pizzeria. Because yeah, that, it it, there's nothing at all that says that, that, that how he got it. It just says he is. Not like I, I still can't even find like legitimate proof that it's in it. Let me see. I literally am looking at all of the dialogues and nothing is talking about he's entered. He does say together again, which is interesting. Which is the only thing that you can legitimately attempt to stretch and say because of the fact that he's talking to quote unquote Mike. I'm looking up the actual Molten Freddy. I, that's what I'm looking at right now. Let me let me check out innards then. If you're looking at multi I've already went over both. <laughs> That's what I've been doing this whole time, like trying to figure that out. Cause it's an amalgamation of wires, which is where I think they're going. Like, well, this is just innards, and he has. Uh, well, it's Freddy an amalgamation man. of wires. He also has the one eye, and 
he was but he's not the only animatronic to have one eye but he was also like bruh a yellowish orange and to be orange. fair when Ennard was released into the fucking uh oh, the sewer he had, he had multiple eyes so that's not really saying much either I'm just like mm, I don't know it's fine though one big happy family. Thanks for letting me join the party. I'll try not to disappoint yeah. together again. Knock, knock, I'm, I'm here. here. And what a, oh, what a pleasant surprise. Together again is the only one you can at least, at least try to attempt to make that reach. It's the only one. First night. Walter Freddy Savage on the first night, it is worth $500. If the player buys discount ball pit on Monday, there's a place by Lefty's wooden sign hinting that he is hiding inside the discount ball pit. There exists a picture of Molten Freddy sitting in an alley, which appears to be his rare death screen, which points to him actually being entered, as it is just a mask on a tangle of wires and endoskeleton parts. But that's not proof, because all of the animatronics in the back alley are put back there no, no, in no, no, very no, no, like no, 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 that's not what it's, bad situation. It's, it's but it's saying because of the fact that it is just a mask on top of wires, it's entered. Yeah, all the other puppets, well, Scrap Baby's Scrap Baby. Uh, but it's saying uh, that and endoskeleton parts. Endoskeleton parts are all, like, very, like, obscure on a lot of them. So it's not really legitimate, definite proof. It isn't. I mean, does it matter? Not really. But... It's not really saying anything about Ennard whatsoever. Because you can't just be like, all right, well, they have, cough, cough, Matt Pat. All right, they have uh, similar things look-wise or aesthetic-wise, so it must be the well, same thing. Well, it literally, even if you, I'm just looking at the trivia for Ennard, it just literally says he ejected baby, found the Freddy mask, and then he even started using the Funtime Freddy voice, presumably due to the voice fitting the mask. So who the fuck knows at this point? Hey, bro, what did, what did Hippo say? Sometimes a story is just a story. If you try to look too much into everything, you're just gonna, you know, you just get confused and start pulling your hair out. <laughs> hey, shout out to Purple Hippo, the greatest. Hey, bro, I, the greatest, I love, I love the him greatest so of much. all time. We're gonna have, we're gonna I love see. him so much. You ever have a little half and half, like a little Homer Palmer, just iced tea mixed with some lemonade? Oh, it's so good, it's so refreshing. I mean, you can't have any because you're dead. But one time, one time, it's like. Guy and he took his son out every day and he fed the birds and I and he fed the birds sourdough and I ain't want to tell the guy that you know if you feed the birds the bread they might ex they'll expand later on and, and explode because you know bread is just processed and the birds don't know how to eat bread but you know that's just how <laughs> and that's literally purple hippo <laughs> that's he, that's that entire, entire story that's was supposed to be about how him and Orville were enjoying a picnic. That was it. And hey, just, I just want to shout out to the, uh, what are they even called, actually? The voice actors? No, the, uh, oh, God, here are all the characters right here. Uh, uh, where's Purple?
Hippo, Hippo. Oh, the discount animatronics? Yeah, their actual name. Yeah, uh, I can't. The Mediocre Melodies. Yeah. For having voices that when you are taken over by the one you should not have killed, Cough Cough Cassidy, Cassie. you sound creepy as hell. Yeah. He true. tried to release us. He tried to release you. But I will not let that happen. I will hold you here. I will uh, keep you here. I am Mojo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh god! Man. Oh my god! That is, that is creepy as hell. Oh man, that's funny as shit. But all in all, like Five Nights at Freddy's, just like it's one of those series where it's like there's it's too so much. Dense. It's so so dense. It is, but there's it's one of those where it's like there's too many there's too many things you can dive into that because think about it like it got to the point where like in the new stuff like mm-hmm. so the new poster for the next big Five Nights at Freddy's game to find a secret message in it you take the image turn it into a text file and then read the entire text file and you'll start finding little certain stuff about it have you done that? I didn't Matt did I ain't got Absolutely. time for that I've actually seen what happens by accident. What happens when you turn a picture into a text me? Bro, that's too much data to go through if I'm not getting paid to do this. <laughs> yeah, like, it's at a least lot. for him, like he got paid to yeah, like, do it. Well, well, what did it say? And paying other people it to do it as well. Uh, it was basically just talking about um there were it was two conversations, two pictures essentially and websites having a conversation with yeah, each other. Yeah, it was like because basically the way the new story is talking about Glitchtrap pretty much can he can enter a person's mind he can't take them over but he can enter their mind and influence them and to he do influence what he wants. them to try to create a cult it's kind of like uh, See, uh it's Benny and, it's, it's the Benny and the Ink Machine shit where that uh small section fucking took over uh him after he went through the ink and then he started worshiping Bendy. It's that, but to a larger scale. Which is why I'm like, it, it can't be William. It can't because of the fact that this is not something that he was trying to do. Because it doesn't even seem like they're trying to kill kids. They're just trying to kill. Period. They want to grow their cult and just start killing people. Yeah, because even like the- he, They the, don't have targets anymore. It's just people. What is it though? So you want to build an animatronic cult? Nah, these are all humans. Oh. Just straight up. Yeah, it's, it's starting to, the, the, so basically the way it happened is the first six or seven, mm-hmm. six or seven, however you would, if you want to count out, count out, Words. So hard. If you want to count FNAF uh, uh, World, which you have to, exactly, um, are basically the retelling of a chain of events in a way from a spiteful game developer. So the way that it works in world, Scott basically 
something Scott knew that there was something going on with, with Fazbear Entertainment, yeah. and he created the Five Nights at Freddy's games to bring awareness. To bring awareness and pretty much say, yeah, these motherfuckers are fucked up. This is what they were doing. Basically saying, I think people took it for a metaphor, as in like the place, like they probably were like if they were always a game community, a game developer, that their games pretty much rot kids' brains or something like that. Maybe who knows? I'll leave that to the uh, people who hate video games for no reason. Um, hey, bro, everybody needs something to blame, apparently. Yeah, but don't nobody want to blame they themselves because, obviously, they can do no wrong. Why is my kid so bad? It's because of everything else but my bad parenting. <laughs> you see, that's why your kid was killed and stuffed into an animatronic at Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> but yeah, so, so everything since then is now like just it's just uh the glitch trap taking over everything. Yeah. Because of the fact that he is just He just wants to get out. He just wants to get out. Isn't he the one that's stuck? That's why he can't sit all the way? It's the re- it's one of those things where he's figured out a way to copy himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's so he's just so he's bringing in everybody who plays Five Nights at Freddy's and essentially turning them to his cult. So How is that help happen? wanted. So FNAF VR help wanted is literally like the calling card of hey, come join my cult. That's what the help wanted is. He's looking for followers. Which here we go with Scott Cawthon again with the double meaning for the fucking uh, titles because that's what that entire thing is about. The canon ending is you releasing him. The non-canon ending is you being stuffed in an animatronic suit. Oh god. So it either ended with you're one of the kids, which, which you know what the sad thing is though. If I just thought about this, if FNAF VR is basically Fazbear Entertainment's way of trying to rectify the game. Mm-hmm. I know Glitchtrap can influence the game, but overall, all of the code was pretty much written by the creators. Yeah. Why would they create one of the endings you being stuffed in an animatronic if they want to say that none of it's, that happened? It, I mean, it's it's Glitchtrap taking over because he takes over regardless because Glitchtrap is in full form dancing even if you don't release him so i mean i guess that's the biggest thing where uh fucking matt pat is getting his idea that that is william Afsham in another form because of the fact that he's doing the same exact shit in that non-canning ending of you fucking being stuffed in an animatronic suit which i guess makes sense it makes sense but I guess, in all honestly, I think, um, to be fair, I can't call Glitchtrap William Afton in any shape or form until I figure out his motives for everything. Yeah, same. Because if there's no there's motives not, for There's not enough evidence yet. Because really, right now, because I, even with uh, William Afton, he wasn't the type. To, he wasn't the cult type. He wanted everything to him, be him, the one doing it. Yep. But on that bombshell, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Watch out for part two where we come Yeah, because th- this is going to be another one of those three-part series most likely because that whole, this whole new story is most likely going to be its own thing. Yeah, Especially least, with the uh, mobile game that I am still currently which playing. Which is literally about how you can capture animatronics and then go send them out to go kill people. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely wonderful. 
<laughs> and it's free. Right. Rain's over here. Confused. Uh, no, uh, the story yeah, just keeps yeah. taking way more twists and turns than I remember it. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, we, yeah. We, it's, we got, it's gone. We, it's gone way off the deep end. I have no idea how Mango came to be. We don't really molten Freddy or is that like yeah like we didn't even get to talk we didn't even get to talk about the rest of the story we were just fucking stuck on like specific uh, questions like Mangle and Enter yeah like that's really it that's all we really got to talk about we didn't even get to like how the fucking fun time animatronics ended up becoming possessed through the remnant we didn't get to talk about Charlie and her story about her finding out herself like this is is what we do this is what we do on the timeline video we'll just explain all that shit timeline video will be part three Part two will explain specific story details that we will put into the timeline. Part three will just wrap all that shit up. Well, why don't we just tell it as the uh, as it goes, bro? So we start at the beginning. Saying, there's a, there's a reason why Matt Pat had like a like 26. I mean, it's it's fine. It's 26 fine. video watch. So this, this, is, this is what this is what this means for you guys all listening. This video will come at some point. This, this podcast will come at some point. Uh, it may be Friday. It may be in 2020. It <laughs> may be in spring. We will see. It just all depends on how quickly we can get our ducks in a row. Because now uh, we got a good enough following to where Scott Coffin will catch wind and probably release something to be spiteful to us as well as every single hey, bro, I didn't create, create an entire anything. project just to fuck with you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make 200 games just to fuck with you so we're gonna see what happens but anyway if you like what we do you wanna see more be sure to follow all of our social medias at PowerTripOP on all social media websites like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter and Instagram that is P-O-W-E-R-T-R-I-P-O-P capital P-T-N-O and we're gonna try to keep keeping all the ad shit at the very end of the podcast just to kind of see how that runs give us a little bit more time to actually talk about shit you can hear us go on and on and on about stuff you may or may not care about but we care about so we're gonna keep talking about it now be sure to check out uh everything else that's going to be in the works we got power trip gaming that's going to be coming soon uh we got power trip entertainment that's going to be coming soon power trip cosplay is going to have their first set up very soon on all of their stuff's up so be sure to check that out uh, make sure you guys go ahead and check out the patreon at patreon.com slash power trip operations all spelled out and do what you can we absolutely appreciate it you guys have been amazing thus far and we wholeheartedly appreciate all the support you guys have been giving us on spotify and everywhere elsewhere but spotify is apparently the home because this that's where we get the most of you guys listening so, we're the hottest thing because we're pto <laughs> oh man the fact that we were showing up on not like one but a good 50 60 people's like top listened uh 2019 for a podcast on spotify is nuts that, that, that means the world. We're in seven different countries now. When we you told me out. that, what did I tell you guys? Like, I was like, PTO the world tour. We're going to have to do a tour at some point. But oh, bro, just go like rent out a big theater and just start talking shit about things. People yeah. love that. You know what you like? Oh, absolutely. Too. absolutely. Oh, bro, we, we, we're going to have to start do, working on some stage shows at some point. But anyway. Like forever and always, may your flames burn eternal. Happy hump day, everybody. Clap them cheeks. We gonna see y'all on Friday. I swear to God, I'm gonna start shit with fucking fire. I swear to God. Wah, wah.